We're recording now. Um, you're all, you are now listening to what's the, the four four podcast. <laughs> um, first episode, some hiccups, you know. Oh um, my god! Cultural analysis through the lens of hip hop slash rap. You want to turn? Oh, sure. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You sit loud as hell. Oh man, I'm running into. Okay, I'm gonna leave that in there because that shit's funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm always like, whenever I say hip hop slash rap, can I like just say hip hop and does that include rap or is it a song category? Bro, it's the same thing. But yo, okay. I just really tried to start recording hey. and it's fucking Normani in the background and shit. And I'm about to get hit with the copyright. <laughs> um, but yeah, my name is Mario. Um, yeah, what's good? I'm Gianni Tsunami, DJ extraordinaire slash also really terrible at DJing. What's good? Damn, I need a title. Where can the people <laughs> find you? Like, what's it? So you can find me at underscore Gianni Tsunami on everything. SoundCloud just search Gianni Tsunami. Gianni spelled like Versace because I'm high class, high fashion. You know what I'm saying? You gotta keep. But going. damn, you came with your titles. I gotta <laughs> work. Come on. No, that, that shit, that shit rolls off. Because also, it's like I mean, you understand when you have a complicated name. Like yeah, my name's yeah. Gianni. I have to explain it to people easily so they can know what I'm saying. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. oh, Gianni, like Gianni, like Gianni Versace. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no, I tried to like come up with one, but it didn't really fit my brand. So it sounded like inauthentic when I said it. Got you. So usually I'm just like Uncle Mari because that's like okay. I'm the uncle of my friend groups. I'm trying to be the cool uncle with all my like when all my friends have kids. I'm trying to be the cool uncle that like travels brings them cool shit and like they think i'm super cool so i'm like you know but whatever but, work in um, progress work in progress yeah no this is um first episode so you know we gotta iron that stuff out but um yeah we chose our album today um let's see if y'all can guess it this is gonna sound hella corny but i have a question for you ready what's up ready okay here's what's my question up? what do all these things have in common oh my <laughs> god what book is doing the, the wgci King morning Kong show Lockman. oh man <laughs> Dude, yeah, so today we're going to be discussing My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. In my opinion, it is a top five hip-hop slash rap. I'm going to just say hip-hop. Hip-hop album of all time. We're going to discuss why. We're going to look at the album like in the context of how it was released, the impact it's had on the culture, or the impact it hasn't had on the culture. So, yeah, let's just jump right into I'm, it. I'm going to start off by saying just so the people know. I'm biased as fuck because Kanye is my favorite artist of all time. Oh, this, yeah, no, this I, is my favorite Kanye album of all mm-hmm. time. So I'm gonna speak very highly. You know, I should add that I'm very biased. Like people who know me now, they'd be shocked to find out like the old version of me was like shy and quiet. Oh, oh yeah, it's recording. Shy and quiet, but like when I first came to America, you know, a lot of insecurities of like who the fuck I'm at puberty, moving to a new country, whatever. But I remember one day I was walking home. This was my first introduction to Kanye. One day I was walking home. I was listening to Love Lockdown that I downloaded from ah! LimeWire. I don't know. Lime. Shout out to LimeWire. Yeah, first right. Break, broken so many computers. Bro, that's how I found porn. Because that's, that's a separate story, though. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So, like, never had any girlfriend in my life. But for some reason, I'm like, damn, my heart. But anyway, that's how I got introduced to Kanye. Then I went back and I'm like, oh, sure, you know. And it was pretty cool for me. Donald Glover kind of fulfilled this role now. But, like, back then in, like, 2006, 2007, like, the idea of being black, a black male, you're, it's like gangster rap or, like, whatever. And, like, if you know me, you know that's not me. So, like, it was this weird phase. I went through my white boy phase where I'm like, okay, I don't fit this idea of black. So, obviously, I'm supposed to be over here. So, having someone like Connie come through being, like, you don't have to be a gangster rapper and you can still be cool or whatever, you know? I mean, that's, I definitely, like, that's, that's definitely been Kanye's entire history in the music game because, yeah. you know, if you look at 
the the history of rap. Like I said, I DJ, so I love music. Isn't that one of his titles? Like you know how Khaleesi has break of chains. They're like Kanye killed gangster rap when he did that thing. That's first off, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but I mean, kinda, yeah. But like, if you look at so hip hop started, you know, in the '80s and shit as like a culture, uh, counterculture. They were like protesting about life and shit like that. '90s, they start moving into more gangster rap, hard shit, especially late '90s. Um, and then you start going into this like this like neo soul eras when they started getting conscious raps you got most deaf you got common it was common yeah. sense back then then you then, albums, then you move back yeah. into the gangster rap scene like you yeah. start going hard as fucking with like hot boys and shit like that and then all of a sudden you see this random dude with a pink polo is like hey life's kind of hard we care about the people yeah. fuck prisons like my was like what are you talking about yeah so that's been his entire mo for sure you know so yeah this album i feel like it's very controversial on, on a lot of different angles like the context of how it was created and then, and then like people arguing whether or not it's a classic but we'll jump right into it so who the fuck are you in that hold on i'm sorry no 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 <laughs> no some people they're like send them my way just from this is when i say people i'm talking about social media because i don't know how y'all send them my way we but there's fight. this argument we're like you gotta let the album breathe i'm like it's been out for what like nine eight years now came seven? out 20 10, 2011? Yeah, so I'm like, they're like, it has to be out for 10 years. I'm like, who made that rule? Or just some people saying it's overhyped or whatever. I like to give benefit I mean, people call Kendrick said a classic a month after that shit dropped. So yeah, I, no, I'm, I'm I like, hearing none of it's one of those if you know, you know kind of things, you know? But um, yeah, so the this album came out around the time when the infamous, you know, Beyonce had the best album of all time thing came out. And we all kind of like... <laughs> Ex, we all kind of kicked kick Kanye out. Like, he was he was off the hen that see. night, boy. I'm gonna have to edit this part out. Edit starting now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he was definitely off the hen. Ah shit! She keeps dropping it in my lap. Yeah, like you just gonna ignore her, or she's gonna keep? I can. It's such a cute dog. You, you gotta you're gonna have to just be like. But um, anyway, yeah. So, um, yeah, around this time, you know. The Beyonce had the best album of all time. Fact, that's false, but we gonna leave that alone. Or, or the best music video of all time. I don't, I don't fuck with Beyonce. Or listen, he said it not at me. underscore Gianni Tsunami. Bring me all the heat. <laughs> no, he said it not me. But um, yeah. So he went up on stage. We all can't. Well, not we. Y'all canceled him because of Taylor Swift. She played the you know white girl victim card or whatever. And like Kanye, through his entire life, he was ahead of the times. He like, was trying to tell y'all stupid motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, you know, it came out years later that she was indeed the snake we all knew and she tried to... Anyway, um, Kanye... T- and this was like right after 808s too, so like people were like questioning... 808s was 08. Yeah, so this was like the album right after. Right after. So people are already questioning like... His musical... Because people hated yeah. 808s when that shit dropped. Because they were like, yeah, what the fuck is this? Yeah, no, I feel like people like... it's a, People are like, damn, this is actually like, you know... Yeah. I mean, I think that goes back to like pushing the idea of like mm-hmm. what hip-hop or what rap can be. Um, So yeah, um, this album was like completely different. What was the thing? He went to Hawaii, like rented out like a whole hold up in Hawaii for like forty days. Forty days. Um, brought in people. He brought in who did he have on it? John Legend, The Dream. He had he beats from like Raekwon, RZA. Like, yeah, like imagine having beats and bars from people from people icons like that, and not been using some of them. So um, um, I actually did you know Drake was on one of the songs. Too? Yeah, Drake's on all the lights. He um yeah. at the end when it's Fergie like saying part, Drake comes in. But then they also had like a, a, a fucking what's his what's Erica Badu's baby daddy's name? Uh, uh, no, the other one. Um, oh, I don't know. Oh, 
fuck? What the fuck is this mm-hmm. man's name? No, nah, he was on control with Kendrick and 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 Big Sean. Um, fucking uh, shit. Let's see. Anyway, it's this Nation of Islam ass nigga whose name I is I know who he is. His name's fucking escaping me. me but see. he had a verse on like Gorgeous or some shit. And Jay Electronica. Jay, yeah, Jay Electronica. And Kanye was like, Nah, I don't fuck with that shit. And like yeah. threw threw Raekwon on on some shit instead. Or like switched it up. You know? Can you imagine being in like that kind of like creative atmosphere of like having all these like some of them? I, I feel like even at the time they weren't like big names, and but now yeah. they're big names. So he had like that like. Force had to be like, you know. Whatever. I mean, I have like Drake. Drake's probably like his shit just driving to 09. He's like, yeah. damn, I'm in here with Kanye. Yeah. And like all these Swiss beats, all these crazy Mike Dean in here. Yeah, no, and nowadays Drake is out of his bushes trying to anyway, that's a different story every day. Yeah, fuck Drake. But um yeah, yeah, I, don't, no. I don't fuck with Drake either. <laughs> you on all the heat. Um <laughs> underscore Gianni Tsunami. So yeah, no, so one of the first things I want to talk about was like this idea of like cancel culture, which back then it wasn't like as rampant as as it is now. Could you say that was the start of cancel culture? Would you fuck around and say that? I'd say who got yeah, who got I, canceled before that? I would say yeah, in the context of what we have now, because that's when kind of like when the internet was like social media was starting to come into mm. its own. This was like the post MySpace era, you know, like. Yeah. Niggas was wilding out on Twitter. Twitter is like a couple years old. It was like free for all. Yeah, Yeah, I think it was like two years old at that point. So I think this was like one of the first. I wouldn't say the first. So is this Kanye being a pioneer again? Maybe in in like a roundabout way. Um, But I want to like talk about this idea of like cancel culture in the context of then and now. How it's like changed. Um, I feel like now like people hold celebrities to like this like, I don't know the word. But like they hold them, put them on this pedestal where mm-hmm. like they don't realize that they're human. So yeah, like, they just hold them to a standard that's yeah. And I'm like, have the shit you're canceling these people for you, your uncles do, <laughs> your mom, your aunties, all, everybody doing that shit, right? And then in addition to that, it's like the hypocrisy. My biggest pet peeve, one of my pet peeves, is hypocrisy. So like people like they don't like cancel someone for doing X this week. The next mm-hmm. week when it's their fave, all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, I'm like, you know, yeah, so, I feel that. You know, I want to, like, just, like, get your thoughts on, like, the idea of, like, cancel culture. I mean, I mean yeah, I definitely, I don't fuck with cancel culture. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's the stupidest concept ever because it's just, like, if this is someone that you're connected to or that you relate to or that you call brother, sister, they, them, whatever it may be, if you want to help them grow, canceling them or just saying, no, nah, I don't fuck with you no more. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. For, for one act or for something, it's not going to help anyone grow. It's not going to benefit anyone in society. And then... Who makes certain people the gatekeepers of what is or yeah. what is not right? Why, like, why are they caping for this random little white girl? Like, she's twenty-seven Who? years Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, twenty-seven yeah. years old, singing songs about high school shit. Bitch, you about mm-hmm. to be a grandmother and shit. Like, mm-hmm. you old, like Taylor Swift and Adele are the same age. Think about that. That is crazy. That thing Adele's a grown ass woman. Taylor Swift come off as a kid. Mm-hmm. So that shit. But like cancel culture in general. It's blown so out of proportion, yeah. And people use that shit as a uh, as people mob mean, mentality. Almost, yeah. No, they use it to get like likes and retweets. Right. You know, it's like let me tear this person down or whatever. I f- my idea with like cancel culture is like it's it can be positive in some sense, but let's let's say for example, right, R. Kelly. No, I cancel R. Kelly because like no, I'm, I'm saying like yeah, that's, that's a positive. Yeah, that's a, that's an that's instance where I'm like. For me, cancel culture is like this. Someone did something shitty in their past, and like you look at like where they are then versus yeah. now, and they've shown that they've changed, and be like, "Cool, you messed, you fucked up." 
You know what I'm saying? But you what if it's someone like R. Kelly, R. Kelly who's like basically rubbing it in your faces? I'm like, I mean, that, that's a, I, I think R. Kelly is a good example only because he's literally doing illegal, immoral things. And, and we've been known, we've and, been known, and we've known. And now by by canceling him, now we cancel him. Just like stop listening to his music. He has less money to do those things. Yeah, that's different than a nigga walking on stage like, yo. Y'all know who won. It wasn't this bitch. Ah, keep going. Like, yeah. it's two very different things. And I, I think they need... It's it's too... It's almost like... this. I'm about to get real political. I love politics. It's mm-hmm. almost like in the Chinese Revolution, when Mao Zedong came in and said, hey... Okay, let's spit some wisdom. Spit some I'm literally, when, when Mao Zedong came in and said, hey, we all have to be one to have a new communist China. So he started basically hammering in the nails that stuck out. Yeah. This is the same thing where we're punishing folks who think differently, act differently, move differently, so we're all one. Mm-hmm. And then who decides what that thought and that ideology is? And that's that's yeah. you can't handle you can't control that. My ultimate thing comes back to is like consistency, you know, like when I die, I want them to put this quote on my gravestone, keep the same energy. Funny as I'm well. like, if you want to cancel someone, I can't tell you who Tiana Taylor I can't tell you who to cancel. <laughs> no, but like <laughs> I can't tell you what to cancel, but I'm like, if you're going to do it to one person, you got to be consistent. You know, you can't just be picking and choosing because then... But I think that's also the issue is that people will look at someone who like fucks up and drinks too much and like hits on the wrong person or like does something like super petty and like menial. Mm -hmm. They'll put them at the same level as an R. Kelly who's out here doing foul, vile ass shit. Like there should be there should be a a difference. There shouldn't just be a single standard is what I'm saying. Fuck cancel culture. That's stupid shit. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, no, it's definitely got out of hand and I think it goes back to like the whole idea of like people wanting to do things for like clicks, which... This is like side topic. We can talk about this when we do another album. But like, I have very strong feelings about like fake activism where like a lot mm. of activists, it feels like it's very self-serving and I don't yeah. fuck with that. Like, who's that one dude? Sean, what's his face? Sean King. Yeah, I muted that dude like a while ago. So I love when like I see someone like, cause like from the get go, <laughs> I don't know why. And like a lot of times I'll act on emo- I, I, I meant like, I don't know why, but like. They call him Martin with the cream. <laughs> You know, I'm not gonna lie. I went to his page. I'm like, is this dude really black? He's black. Cause I'm like, so he he was like adopted by a white mother. Like his uh-huh. mom, his he's mixed. His dad's black or something. Yeah. Like he's black, but he was like raised white. Yeah. See, it's like not even like the. I don't even have a problem with like white people being like pro whatever you know. Yeah. Oh, I thought she was like peeing on the bed. Did looking. she break the toy? She did. Yeah, she finally. Um. Anyway. But, you know, some activists, it feels like very, like, self-serving, but whatever. That's besides the point. I can do a whole thing. I mean, but so that that thing that brings us to Kanye back again in this album. So we know Kanye is a champion for the people, especially like college dropout. Mm -hmm. But then he like, I think Dark Fantasy is his return or like he's going back. I think Jesus is return to being a, a activist and a voice for the yeah. people. But Dark Fantasy is leading him back in. So if you look at the history of timeline, college dropout, talking about a lot of like woke, quote unquote woke shit. Yeah. Late registration, he's becoming famous. He's talking about him being famous now. Yeah. Graduation is his braggadocious. I'm that nigga. Don't fuck with yeah. me. Like he's out there. Everyone needs album. Like 808 is dealing with his mom dying. Yeah. That's sadness. So you get to you get to Dark Fantasy, and he's starting to get back. He's like healing a little bit. He's getting back into that mode. Mm-hmm. This album feels like one catharsis, mm-hmm. and two speaking out against certain things. And it even starts. Look at the first track, Dark Fantasy. You might 
think you peeped the scene. You haven't. The real one's far too mean. The water, like all he's talking. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. basically just saying like the shit that you think you know was built up so far, so long ago. Yeah. That it's not really that. You need to open your eyes. And basically, I'm about to spin this album trying to open your eyes to so mm-hmm. this bullshit. And that's leading into the Kanye we know now. Yes. Yeah, no. Another thing that I think is pretty interesting is like all the things people are like canceling Kanye for like now, like in the yay. That was the last album, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the yay days, or Kitsy Ghost, it was yeah. A joint album. Yeah. A lot of things, things people are canceling for now. I'm like, this has been the same Kanye this whole time. He's just not saying what we want. I don't agree right. with what he's saying. Shit, I do. But I'm like, this is the same. This is the same Kanye. Wave. Yeah. And and then that also goes into this idea of like separating the art from the artist, right? That's mm. like a thing people I talk about. Like people that's a, a debate for a lot of folks. Yeah, I'm like, for me. It's all about the context. Mm-hmm. Going back to R. Kelly, I can't separate the art. is talking about the fucked up. He literally. He <laughs> he hey, they nothing but a number. Yeah, I'm like the this art, nigga talking about. I'm the Pied Piper, y'all. Exactly. I'm like, come on. The now. Art is talking about the fucked up shit he did. That you can't separate. You but, can't separate that shit. Even I, even Bill Cosby, yeah. me, he like make jokes about Quaaludes and shit. Like, yeah, I'm like the even going back to like the Cosby Show. Mm-hmm. I have no emotional ties to the Cosby Show. I'm Jamaican. We didn't have that shit. Right? Fuck that shit. So like, but like, if someone came up to me and they're like, "What Bill Cosby did was did was fucked up," but I still watch a Cosby Show because I know for a lot of Black Americans mm-hmm. it has like a certain that's like it, ring, it was like the first time you see a Black family doing exactly. well on TV. So like, I'm not gonna judge someone if they're like, "I hate Bill Cosby," but I love the Cosby Show, but. When people start talking about he was about to buy whatever, I'm like, okay, shut the fuck up. You know, I don't like give a this fuck. conspiracy theory shit. Like that exactly. shit is cool as hell. Yeah. I'm like, so I'm like, I feel like in certain contexts, it's like you can't separate the art. I think it's like a personal thing. Like, I'm not gonna tell someone like who to support or whatever. At the right. end of the day, you gotta deal with that. So going out to Connie, I'm like, I might not agree with everything he says. Yeah. But I'm like, in the context of things, Show me your favorite person. I can tell you like at least five. But that's that's part of the issue that I'm bringing up is that Kanye gets swept in with Bill Cosby and R. Kelly, mm-hmm. who have done really legally things. punishable things. Yeah, and Kanye's just saying shit. Like yeah. he's saying but, what he's feeling. Devil's advocate or whatever. Um, but one can argue, and I'll put, bring my counter to this. One can argue that to you know Republicans or the Magas or whatever, having someone like Kanye say the things he's saying. It kind of gives them fuel to be like, well, if so and so is saying it, then. But wait, I'm, but my rebuttal, okay. my rebuttal to that is, they would have said that shit anyway. Like Kanye isn't like the deciding factor to anyone. See, you you took me down a bad because we. That, it's, that's it's, not my. It's, that's not it's, my it's, it's gonna that, take us a while to get an album, but when we talk about shit uh-huh. like that, that shit really grinds my gears because it's like, tell him he, why. So. Kanye West mm-hmm. is still Kanye Omari West. He's still yeah. an individual. He's still a person. Yes, he may be a celebrity, but he's not responsible yeah. for how people take his opinions. Mm-hmm. That's how you receive something is how you're supposed to receive. That's whatever yeah. you like. You shouldn't be putting someone else up on a pedestal. You should be yeah. putting yeah, yeah, your yeah, family, yeah. people you know, on a pedestal, not some cele- celebrity you don't know. Yeah, and even still. Even if you listen to his words, Kanye never said, I support Donald Trump's yeah. politics. Like, so someone, like I said, kind of heavy artist, I can say I 
quote unquote know him through his music. I can mm-hmm. understand him a little bit better than I guess non Kanye fans yeah. would. And when he's saying like, "Oh, I love Donald Trump," he's talking about the this, idea he's talking like the the persona. Like this is a man mm-hmm. who does what he wants, yeah. regardless of all the criticisms he receives. Mm-hmm. And if you look at Kanye's career, that's what he's been trying to do and trying yeah. to say, and like just like I don't care. And he's like, "Damn!" So when I put this hat on, I feel like a superhero because it channels that persona yeah. of not letting other people's criticisms bring you down. He never said, mm-hmm. oh, I want to build a wall. He's never said, like, oh, Muslim ban. He's always just like, I fuck with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. He's cool. And his wife even, too, just like, he doesn't like his politics. Yeah. He just, like, likes him as a person. Like, as, like I said, the the image Donald Trump, mm-hmm. not Donald J. Trump, the person. Yeah, no, I agree with, like, everything. that's the argument I've made, right? Yeah. But, again, like, I got to look at all <clears throat> points of view. But there's this, and, again, people shouldn't be putting celebrities on pedestals. Like, raise your own damn kids. Right. That's, like, another topic. Facts. Anyway. Big facts. But, like... It's I guess for a lot of people it hurt because for again for us, Kanye was like the people's champ, you know mm. what I'm saying? It's like for the trade, black Yeah, Kanye. exactly. It's like everyone re- remembers that iconic like Bush hates black people mo- right? Yeah. So this to them feels like an inverse of that. Mm. Because to and like we know we know what he's saying, right? But like I feel like and this part we might differ from like I feel like when you're a celebrity, mm-hmm. you take on the role the role to like know that your words have power. Mm. And you have to, like, be conscious of, like, how your words can be interpreted. But then that's now holding someone to a different standard. But that's part of being a celebrity. I don't think I don't I, think it should be. I th- like you said, raise your own damn kids. You know, so, no, I'm not. Stop I'm being saying, so easily no, influenced. Raise, raise your own kids, yes. But, like, if I ever become famous, I'm trying to become famous. So I can share my shout out, you know. Georgia Smith? Uh, no, no. Jordan Woods. No, Jordan Woods. I'm shooting at Georgia Smith. You can Smith. have Georgia. But, Listen, um, Georgia, pause. Let's stop everything you're saying right now. I don't give a fuck about this damn podcast. Georgia Smith. Listen, I've been here for you for, for a few years now. I've been supporting you as an artist. And I just want to say, like I said, I DJ, you need somebody behind you and your team. I'm here for you. I know your boyfriend, a producer. Look, I can make some music for you. I can make a lot of things for you. I can make it happen. Girl, listen, if you ever change your mind, I'm in Chicago. I'm not going to give you my address right like, now. But follow me at underscore Johnny Tsunami. We can talk. I feel like Georgia Smith's about to break your heart. Then you're going to make your own my beautiful doctor. Bro, I'm ready for that. I would love that experience. Oh, I would love to just like... Have her hold me. <laughs> I would feel warm inside just if, if she held See, me. I wouldn't want that because I'm like, okay, now I can't go back to regular life. You know, it's like, which is why I don't follow celebrities because like, if I follow them, regular regular people, I'm going to be like, well, damn, you know. But I don't know what we're talking about. We got to get back to the album. We getting off okay, on tangents in the motherfucker. It's dark fantasy. I think... So, okay, I, I do remember we're talking about a little bit. We're talking about like Kanye and betraying the people. Mm-hmm. I think the people betrayed Kanye first. How so? So with the whole Taylor Swift incident and like, oh, like that was rude. Like you shouldn't do that. One, he was supporting mm-hmm. Beyonce. I love Beyonce. Y'all should have supported him because yeah. he was supporting Beyonce. Y'all act like y'all motherfuckers would have did the same shit. But here's the thing. Beyonce stands out here. Black people still supported Kanye. But I feel like now, so now with Twitter. No, nah, it was hella no, black no. folks. I was like, nah, fuck no, let me explain. Now with black Twitter being like such a powerful voice. Mm-hmm. But back in like the early days of Twitter. It was just a bunch of white people. Shit, I was on Twitter back then. You know, but like, think about it, like predominantly back then. Yeah, there wasn't such a thing as like black Twitter. Like, yeah, black people are still on like Facebook, some of the MySpace. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, I feel like it might have seemed like we all canceled Kanye right. because of like. But so that's that's only the first part of my point. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. where it started. 
He drops Good Fridays. That shit, I remember when that shit was dropping every Friday. I was anticipating yeah. each track every Friday. And then he dropped the album. Like I said, it's my favorite album of all time. People, people fuck with it. They, they, they didn't. They raved about it like for, for to an extent, but like people weren't hyping it up as much. You don't think um, so? I mean, people definitely like so like oh this is fire, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like like graduation. Like people love graduation, mm-hmm. but then this is where people let Kanye down and where people turn their back on Kanye is when Yeezus came out. Uh huh. I remember I that I bought Yeezus, had mm-hmm. it on disc form, played in my car all the time. I was like, mm-hmm. this shit is amazing. That was Kanye's protest album. Yeah, but literally, his- if you listen to the content, he's talking about all the shit that people wanted him to talk about. He's talking about prison, industrial complex, mm-hmm. and and corrections corporation of America, and like all these other you know, things. A, the, and and people said this is trash. This is this the, is trash. This is a downside to being like someone like Kanye, though. Sometimes you're ahead of your time. You know what I'm saying? Now people look at Jesus, and some would argue that's in his like best albums. But when it came out, that was so sonically different from anything else that was out of time. Where I'm not saying it's right. Mm-hmm. But you can see why someone who's used to like this version of Kanye, we're used to like the the let's tell the truth. They betrayed him. Wait, let me explain. We're used to that. Then Eight Ways came out. We didn't really fuck with it, but then my beautiful dark Twisted fancy comes out. We're, we're like, okay, rap hip hop can be grandiose. And then like if my beautiful dark Twisted fantasy was like grandiose, I had like all these like great everything just fit perfectly. Yeah. Jesus kind of felt like the antithesis of that. That was like, it felt like more raw, like not. A, it was. I, I know in Kanye it probably yeah. put a lot of work into it, but the way it sounded, the stripped back. It was, exactly. So maybe for a lot of, it's like you know when you expect a certain thing, yeah. Then you go into you get something different, right? Even if it's good because you have this expectation, you're like, for, and then you have to take a step back and realize, oh wait, this is actually good. My expectation was just like way different, right? I'm agreeing with you that people... They let him down? Let him down, but at the same time, I'm just saying, their reactions to things are valid, you know what I'm saying? People are short-sighted. I remember being in my car, playing Yeezus, rapping along to every word, like, I am a god. Mm-hmm. And motherfuckers is like, can you turn this shit off? And I was like, you got, are you fucking... I was like, no. One, it's my car. Shut the fuck up. I was like, are you serious, bro? This shit's amazing. And I think every project Kanye's ever dropped is amazing. I'm just going to put it out there. I think he has the best discography of anyone ever like i said like i said i'm biased i'm biased i'm biased yeah okay yeah you know i it might sound like i'm not a kanye fan but for the record if you look at my spotify and my apple music my most played artist for the last two years kanye followed by frank ocean so I really fuck with Kanye. Damn, you play Frank that much only two projects? Yeah, <laughs> two great projects. Listen, Channel Orange... Uh, we can talk about that another well, he time. He got some EPs. He got, he got Nostalgia Ultra and shit, okay. Channel Orange came out when I was the summer before college. Uh, and then Blonde came out the summer after college. So you just bookend and just exactly. was going crazy. It was just, you. you know, times. But we're getting off track. So let's hop back on. We can talk about... All this shit didn't get edited out. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. This is our quality stuff. So now I want to talk about the idea of like creating out of heartbreak. Like yeah. for me, because Kanye was like, this was like still, I still don't think he's gotten over his mom's death or whatever. He never will. I mean, you know the story I, behind it? Yeah, about how he got her to LA. She felt like she had to get plastic surgery. So like she so wants to get plastic surgery in, in the US. They were like, this is unsafe. We're not going to do it. Yeah. Like, no. So he, and she really wanted it. So he sent her to South America. I think it was like Colombia. Mm-hmm. Colombia. Mm-hmm. Um, and she basically died from complications. Yeah. So like it kind of Whenever was I his get fault. In arguments with people about Kanye, I'm like, knowing me, if that if I felt like I caused my mom's death, 
That, I don't know if gonna, I'd ever get over it. That's you know gonna weigh on you hard, and especially for someone like Kanye, because like when she was alive, that was like his, and that was his peak. He that was the best Kanye ever. He was like on top. But of But like the world. his relationship with his mom was like probably more important than his music. You know, she I feel she like. was everything to him. She, so like, Donda, Donda is everything. So like that's like probably even more. But anyway, going back to this idea of like, I get my best work when I get curved. So I feel like mm. sometimes I put myself in situations to get curved mm. when I feel like I'm lacking. Like, I get my best workouts. So you're trying to get curved so you can do some creative exactly. shit. Exactly. Like, sometimes, like, like I don't know about you, but I get my best workouts after I get ghosted or curved. You're I'm like, hilarious. You start I'm going about, hard as fuck? Yeah, I'm about, I'm about to go. <gasps> Next set. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you took my Michael B. Jordan? Okay, I'm going to show you Michael B. Jordan, you're okay? fucking hilarious. Mbaku? Okay, <laughs> cool. I'm going to show you. <laughs> I need to bring up Mbaku. It's my longer trying to blow somebody Mbaku up and saying that shit. Yeah, like, but three the, years and shit. But like the idea of like creating a heartbreak, like it, it's messed up the same trying to find other ways to get inspiration. But like some of like the best work I do, like creatively and just like yeah, in my professional life is like when I'm going through some heartbreak because I feel like okay, I'm about to show them where they messed up or whatever. So I wanted, you're a creative, so I wanted to get your idea of like, do you create out of heartbreak, like or? Do you have like other motivations or like how I, does Arbreak come into your work? I do think I create better when it's for or about someone else. Okay. I don't know if like heartbreak necessarily is a big motivating factor. Uh-huh. So like I said, I DJ, I make mixes. I got some mixes posted on SoundCloud. Drop the SoundCloud link. It's uh, Gianni Tsunami. Just search Gianni Tsunami, soundcloud.com forward slash Gianni Tsunami. Um, but anyway, it was it was a time, like we talk about like heartbreak and like creating out of that. Uh-huh. There was a time maybe a couple of years ago, um, there was a girl I was talking to and shit didn't work out. We fell apart and I made basically a couple of mixes for her. It's called For You. I mean, sorry, For Her, part one and part two. Uh-huh. Um, and basically... I was just trying to tell a story of like, ah, I fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. it shit was kind of weird, but bitch, I want you back. Like, that was like, I used yeah. songs to to convey that. Yeah. But I don't think my best work necessarily comes in those moments. I think okay. my best work is just related to someone else and whatever those feelings that I evoke are. Because I also recently um, dropped something. Well, damn, it's not even, I don't even know if it's related to people. I dropped a mix uh, about six months ago called Calypso it's a house mix and it's basically just like trying to tell a story mm-hmm. and I guess I was inspired by one person just mm-hmm. like I was like oh like I would love to do this with you yeah. but it wasn't necessarily because of that person yeah no that makes sense I feel like there is some time I should have that was a wor- badly worded mm-hmm. question but because I like you like heartbreak isn't the only I like people yeah right and like they're like so like here's what the example I always give people right I'm a solid six but I like like eights and nines. You're right? hilarious. So here's my thing. And here's my reason for that. It's like, sure, I can talk to someone on my level, but then, and this is like, I'm trying to find a way to not do things as a reaction to like other people. Right. But like, if I'm dating someone who I know is out of my league, that motivates me to be like, oh shit, I need to like step my game up. Otherwise, mm. some Michael B. Jordan ass nigga is going to come through and tell my girl, God. then I'm about to go to this prison. Because I'm going to go find him, him and stab him in the back. You're wild, motherfucker. So, but moral of the story is like, the fuck is I surround myself with people who are better than me because that's the only way I'm motivated to do more. If I'm not like surrounded by people who like I aspire to be better than, then I get complacent, I get comfortable, and I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? So like, 
I'm always like, that's fair. You know, that's fair. Not just like intimate relationships, platonic ones too, but especially intimate ones. Because I'm like, I'm not trying to sound like some corny like hotel Twitter version or whatever. But I'm like, I'm like, we're gonna build. Nigga, we're gonna hotel build is her. He said, you be my Nubian queen. Exactly. You know, I'm like, he said, take you back to <laughs> Ethiopia where the Rastafarians were created. Exactly. I'm like, we we can go back to Jamaica, right? Oh we're gonna God. have and horses. Fuck the Benzes. We're gonna live off the land. Year. But um, said straight plantains all day. Exactly, long. exactly. <laughs> I fucking you know hate you. <laughs> oh man, don't get me started. But like, I think it's interesting how different people. Like, I know some people create, and like their creations are independent of any outside influences. Like, people don't mm-hmm. affect that. But then for me, it's like the complete opposite because like it's not the best thing. But, like, everything I do is a reaction of, like, the mm. people around me, my relationships, you know what I'm saying? So, so, so for me, it's not necessarily the people. It's more yeah. so, like, experiences, either the experiences I've had or desired experiences. Yeah. So, it's like, oh, like, some shit happened. I can create about that. Or, oh, I really want this yeah, thing but to happen. Still, that's still a response to, but, like, But it's, them, not, it's not necessarily, like... Uh, because of who I surround myself by, like you're saying, like I, I can be yeah. by myself and still thinking about, like, oh damn, I want this to happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for, but like, what past mo- or desired experience. What motivates you to have those things, though? Like, is it just like internally, you know, like you want this thing, or is like, like what motivate, what drives those motivations? I mean, it's usually just like something that I like, or feel I'm feeling on the inside. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's very rare that, like, so let's say. I meet a shorty and I'm like, damn, I'm really fucking with you. This wine was good as fuck. The wine was fire. This shit was yeah, fire. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to Black Sam Peter. Nah, we gonna we gonna bleep that out. No nah, free ads. Nah, I'm trying to get <laughs> no, no, no free ads. Shit. Um, shit, but like, isn't this rare? Very rarely, I meet a chick and be like, yo, like I'm really rocking with you. Like you inspired me. Let me create some shit for you. Yeah. Like that shit doesn't happen. Like I've had like girls like, hey, can you make me a mix? I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, I got you, and just like never get around to because uh-huh. that's not how I get inspired. Yeah. Like I said, just based on like. Experience it. So, like, if you say a heartbreak, like, yeah, that's an example. Like, with the for her part one and part two, yeah, yeah. I made a mix called Drowning. That was just basically about like falling in and out of love and like what that feels like and trying to tell that story. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm. I got I me. Mean, I guess that's what more it is. I'm more trying to tell stories about experiences yeah. that I've had, other people have had, and just trying to like convey that to other folks about like what that experience is. That's interesting. Yeah. When I so like for me, I'm, I'm like. I, I, for me, I'm like, I know what I like and I know what I don't like. So like when I meet someone, right off the bat, I'm like, let's fuck, let's skip this small shit. Let's just You say let's fuck? No, 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 no. no, no, no you no, said no. let's fuck. No, no. no. Like- well, let me let, so I'm like, let's say there's a timeline, right? Like the first month you try to get them to know each other, second month, you you know, whatever. I'm like, fuck it, we're gonna we're jumping to month three. Month three is you know? You're jumping straight into month three. Exactly, but that's like intense for some people, you know. Yeah. But I'm like, so like playlist, right? That's how yeah. I communicate, how I care about people, right? He basically just but said I, he got hoes. No, no, no. I'm not trying to tell stories, but like when I make players, I'm like, how does this make me feel? Mm. That's what, like, okay. so I'm not thinking about the stories so much. Like, sometimes people send me, I send a players, they're like, you know, this song is saying he's just trying to fuck, right? But I'm like, nah, don't, how does it make him feel? The vibe, he had the vibe. Exactly. Right? I got a playlist called Vibe 1, Vibe 2. I got a playlist called yeah. Wavy. Hilarious. But, um, yeah, no, so like, I don't know, that's interesting, but like, my playlist, I've like, I put a lot of time to making sure like the the trend. I'm like, you gotta play it in order mm. the transition. Like, I'm like, I listen for the transitions. Like, there's a flow so your playlists together. are very like intentional from step to step. Oh yeah, no, that's like yeah. my my whole like if I were to like make a list of words that like are me. Mm. Intentional is one of them. I'm like, if there's a song on here, there's a reason it's on here. Right. And like when I make playlists too, I try not to put like too many like big name artists on there because I want them to show, be like. 
like on some like epic legend shit. I scoured the earth for this track. You I so you, you like people were like, oh, who is this right now? You on the ox? What's what's his plan? Exactly. Like exactly. I'm like. What when it comes this. to like my intimate relationship, it's like sure I can put some Drake, some Trey songs on there. Oh my god! But some other nigga probably did that for you. Oh my so god! So I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna go digging. Put on some FKJ and shit. Exactly. <laughs> but even that, like, I, I, I feel like a fair amount of people know. But like now, I'm glad that we live in this age where like a lot of artists can like put their stuff out and you just find it easily. Yeah, you can just go on Twitter. Shout out SoundCloud. Exactly. SoundCloud. No, but like especially like Twitter, people go viral and you're like, oh shit, let me go. You know what I'm saying? So like, shout out to that stuff. Yeah. Um, um, I love talking to people who aren't on, tw- on Twitter because then I can like wild them out with all the shit I get from Twitter. You're oh, wild. My Twitter jokes, damn. Anyway, niggas be fucking plagiarizing Twitter jokes. It don't. It don't wild. matter. It don't matter, bro. Do better. As, as long as you get on Twitter, <laughs> do better, matter. nigga. It don't, it don't matter. Do fucking better, bro. It don't matter. Yo, as I hear, lying to bitches. It's not lying. It's lying, bro. It's they think you creative and funny and shit. Yo, I, I didn't say I created it. I just yo, recited it. I just every, recited it. Yo, as reposting Zach Fox's tweet and shit. Like, no, 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 no. There's like a certain brand. It has to fit my anyway. But that's yeah, besides okay. the point. But then leading into like when you do you ever get in states where like when you're creating, you don't want any outside input, so you kind of like isolate yourself from the world and just like do. Because like now I've gotten to the point where like. I've created this space where like I can be in here for like a month alone and I'm fine because I'm like I don't like outside influences like affecting the work I'm doing and I'm like one of my biggest fears is like I'll do something fire right and then like Mm. I show to the world and they're like wait this looks like so and so and then I don't realize because like maybe passively that whatever it is Came into yeah. my brain and like affected whatever, and then I just regurgitated it and like put it out, cause I've I'm of this belief that like in this day and age nothing is truly original, but doesn't mean I can just like take something and like rip it off, but like a lot of times yeah, there, I don't know about you but like sometimes I'll make some shit mm-hmm. and then I realize like wait a minute this kind of looks like. This other shit I've seen or heard before, and it's like very unintentional. I don't know about you, but like that happens for me every like so often. So like when I'm like when in a motor, I'm like feeling super inspired. I like block off like as many outside influences as I can. See, I'm 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 a little bit different. So like I'm like I said, I love politics. So I'm of a I'm of the belief that everything should always be challenged. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can say. This is why I like this. This is why I support this. This is why this should still be here. If you, I feel like if you're not asking yourselves those questions, you're going on along by ignorant and kind of like missing out that reassurance and like doubling down into why you're doing what you're doing. I feel like a lot of people are missing that part. So I actually mm-hmm. enjoy I'll have an idea. And I'll start working on it. I enjoy having people there who have their input. And like, if it is contrary and they're like going against what I'm doing, no, I'll I'm, say, I'm sensitive about it. I'll be, I'll be like, damn, for real. I'll think about it. I'll, I'll like sit with it for a little bit, see if they're like, how I feel about it. And I'll be like, nah, I don't agree. I like this. And they'll like reaffirm to me, like, oh, this uh-huh. shit is fire because this is what this is. And then I'm also different because like, if I'm like posting a mix or something, I, I draft like crazy. I'll uh-huh. work on that shit for like a month or two. Like, mixes are only, my mix is only like 20, 30 minutes long. I'll work on that shit for like a month or two straight. Just like, do it. So, do that, it again. I'll, I like. The point is, like, you're, you're reaffirming, like, that this is a good mix because you put so much time in. No, it. so I'll, I'll like play it, have it one way. Uh huh. 
play it again, like, damn, I don't want that song, I want a different song. Yeah. I have like 15 different versions of the same mix. Mm-hmm. Just like trying to, and I'll send it to folks, like, how do you feel about this? They'll give their feedback. I'll be like, hmm, maybe you're right. And I'll like change the song here and there. Well, you so, don't feel like that kind of like taints your work. Like, for example, kind of going off track, but like, I don't like collaborating, mm-hmm. like when I do art with other people. Yeah. Often, because if our visions don't line up, I find that like my initial vision is getting like skewed because like I'm letting this other person's mm. opinion like dominate my like for me art is like it's how I get my emotions out because I'm not trying to talk mm. about it yeah so like for me like it's like very like it's different from mixes like painting is like this is me putting my feelings out this is how like I'm reacting to certain See, things so like I'm just, I'm like, I'm like like I. I'm the same way, but in a different way. Uh-huh. So like I, like you said, you're easily influenced by like others and like that is your emotions. Uh-huh. I'm easily influenced by how I'm feeling at the time. Uh-huh. So I can be one day feeling super, super down like this way. Like let's say I'm orange this day mm-hmm. and another day I'm like blue. Another day I'm green. I don't want my mix to necessarily be influenced by that day, but to be good through any color. Uh-huh. I want my mixes to be you know, black, like all things coming uh-huh. into one, not full like circle. full circle. Yeah. I don't want them to be, you know, each individual thing. But you don't thing. think there's something beneficial, like let's say your mix is just orange. Mm. You don't think it's beneficial for like to just have an orange mix? Cause like maybe someone else one particular day, mm. they're feeling orange. That shit will hit harder than like something that's black. Cause like that orange is like highly specific yeah. to that emotion. Like I'm not saying the black isn't good, but it's like, this black is like over like a course of period, like the black is more like you as a person. Right. And maybe that's how your art is versus like the orange, like maybe you're feeling orange one day, like that orange feeling is universal because yeah. it's like that one particular feeling. So, but that's also why I draft so heavy. Uh-huh. So like I can like, Oh, this part of like this orange is fire. This part of this blue is uh-huh. fire. This part of this green is fire. Yeah, like, but you're still let me getting... merge these hoes together. So, so an orange can feel it, uh-huh. a blue can feel it and a green can feel it all at the same time. So like when you're creating your art, you want like as many people like, I don't want myself to be, to be swayed by whatever I'm just feeling that uh-huh. day. Like I'm keeping this overall emotion of what yeah. I'm looking for, but I don't want like my specific emotions on one certain instance to completely dominate mm-hmm. what's going on. I wanted to sit back and then look at it and then sit back again and then look uh-huh. at it again and then make sure everything's exactly where I want it from an, ob- an objective mm-hmm. me. Well, I guess it is subjective, but like yeah. um, me looking at that is just like, a solid piece, not just like, oh, I just felt like this one on May 22nd and this is what I was looking at then. Yeah, I want no. to be like, this is the emotion I was carrying out for the past few months. And I think that's where we differ then because like any piece of art I create, like it was like how I'm feeling in that moment. Right. And like my art, like to most people will be like, what the fuck is this? But I'm like, I can tell you the exact story. Mm-hmm. I can be like, I can tell you what triggered this, mm-hmm. why I chose these certain colors. But again, it's art, so you know it's like yeah. subjective or whatever. But we're kind of running over time, so I fuck this time. We're we gonna edit all this shit out. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not. Um, so back to the album, right? Because we were talking about like this, like creating it in isolation. Because you know we yeah. talked about how you went to this island. He brought in all these like powerhouses, and like I feel like a lot of artists now with features they kind of go overboard. But for Kanye to have like again, who, he had like Elton John. Drake, Rihanna, Alicia Keys, Dream, I mean, John Legend, yeah. and like putting it in a way that wasn't like overpowering. Right, they were it, all very subtle on that. Yeah, album. it was very subtle, but it still had an impact. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's like powerful, you know. So I mean, because he didn't have that many features necessarily, mm-hmm. but he had a lot of vocal input. Yeah, exactly. And like everyone's probably seen the video man out that shows about how like Kanye fucks around with like vocals and uses mm-hmm. it as an instrument. Oh, the Vox video or the Jeans video, or whatever. It was. Yeah, I think it was Vox, which I think is pretty cool. But yeah, I kind of wanted to talk about like the idea of like collaboration. And as a creative, do you collaborate with people and like? Do you have do you set so now I set boundaries like before when I collaborated it's like oh I'm not trying to step on anyone's feet right. you know whatever I'm like I want to respect people's ideas now I'm very I set boundaries when I create I'm like this is my vision and like I'm willing to if we're collaborating it's supposed to be a melding of ideas yeah but at a certain point the ideas start to shift and it's like this isn't my idea anymore and I'm willing to step out but before I get there I'm like more mm-hmm. vocal to be like. This is not what I envisioned. Right. And like, this isn't like shade at your art or whatever. It's just different. This is just different from what I yeah. want. So I'm going to step back or I'm going to do my own thing, you know? Right. And like, to a lot of people, that's like, they take offense to that. So now I'm very selective about who I collaborate with if I collaborate at all because like, that gets messy really quick. And like I said, when it comes to my art, that's something that's super personal to me. I want, if it's done a certain way in my mind, I want it to be that way. So like, right. so yeah, do you have, any experience with that collaboration? Do you ever have moments where, like, you feel like, you know, your work, your vision is getting diluted because of, like, other influences? Honestly, nah. I mean, maybe it's because DJing's different, too, but I don't really fuck with collaborations like yeah. that. Like, even their DJs who go, like, back-to-back. Like, they'll do, like, a song, one transition, they'll transition, the next song, like, DJ, the other DJ chooses and comes. I don't like doing that shit. Yeah. So I'm like, this is how I would do it. I want it to sound this way. Let me do it this way. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want necessarily anybody else coming in with that i won't say power but just like changing what i have planned because i have very intentional planning with a lot of things so now i don't really i don't like i'll send it to folks for critique criticism but at the end of the day it's my decision and i want it to be my decision with my art so Mm -hmm. i don't really collab that much in the same way and i guess that's you say what like kanye did with his album like he had folks come in to input and a critique but he was still like nah like this me so like with the the track where it's like oh they was like oh jay electronic would be great right here he's like nah i don't want jay electronic yeah. like I, that's not who i want like i would still want the final say in everything yeah i feel like that fits connie's personality like a lot of people especially like the old version of me right it's hard to be like to kind of like stand up for your thing especially like when like go to with photography right mm. it's like back in the day when like i was just starting out i'm like working with all these like quote-unquote big photo- big photographers i'm like right. oh clearly they know what they're doing if they're big and you defer to them yeah so i'm like whatever but then i get the finished product and i'm not excited about it mm. which is why now i don't collaborate with photographers because i'm like when i do a shoot if i'm not excited to go home and edit this right. then i'm like what's the point you know right and i don't get that when i work with other so like Instagram, which is why the, what I'm about to say is the reason why I, I try. I'm navigating away from Instagram now. The Instagram photo community is very like they all shoot the same shit. They shoot the same 120, 90 pound white girl doing the yeah. same exact poses. I'm like, this isn't what I want my art to be. I want my art to tell stories. I want my art art to have meaning. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can, I can choose like a popping Chicago photographer. Find a photo and be like, explain this to me. They're just right. like, I thought this should look cool. And that's not what I'm trying to do with photography. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but sometimes art should also just be like, yeah, no. it look cool. Like, it's just sounding cool. You know, some, don't get me wrong. There's like a place where like things looking cool. Yeah. But I feel, okay, I should say like for me, right? I feel like it's my duty as a photographer to tell certain stories. And when I first started shooting, 
and even now, the only people that ask me to shoot are the same looking white girls who mm. like want doing. They want to do the same exact projects, right? Right. And I'm like, you've done the same project like five times. I'm not trying to, you know what I'm saying? Trying to mix it up. Exactly. And I'm like, me as a black man, I'm like, and with photography and like the platform I have, I feel like there needs to be like certain stories I need to tell. I need to show that like, yo, y'all know there's more than just like skinny white girls. You know Mm. what I'm saying? You can do more than... Facts. You can do more than just sitting in the laundry doing your shoot. You can do more than... I don't know. I'm not trying to like throw shade at anyone. You randomly at the lake just standing by the water and shit. Exactly. I'm like, you can like put work into your stuff. Like, I don't know. Anyway, um, but yeah, my we can go into collaboration like at some other point because I feel like that's like it's gonna come back up a lot. Yeah, no, for sure, especially when like I talk about like artists who like if you look at the, I think less of an album if it has too many features. I'm like really, yeah, because in my mind, okay, I should. So you didn't like Pablo? You didn't like no. uh, Let me explain. No, no, let me give context. Like if if an album has a lot of features, but it handles them well like Pablo handled the features well mm-hmm. I'm like cool but like I'm gonna throw pe- maybe this will be my people are gonna come in my DMs but like with a lot of like trap artists right mm-hmm. like the Migos other album I don't I don't listen to Migos albums but the songs that blow up usually are songs that have like features on them and then in my mind I'm like these three of y'all y'all should be able to blow up with that and again this I mean that's them playing the game though yeah no I, I have no pr- I have no issue like playing the game or whatever. Yeah. Because when I look at the Migos, I'm not thinking, oh, they're trying to be artistic. This is, a, this is about making money or whatever. Right? Hey, no. No. I, but no, they be artistic. We fuck with the Migos around here. Okay, we're going to have to agree to disagree. Cause, <laughs> but anyway, but what I'm saying is like, when certain albums have too many features, hey. in my mind... Mama. <laughs> in, no, no. In my mind, in my mind, I'm like... Man. Fuck. I'm going to ad lib, yo. What your whole point? Yeah, no, you can you can add it, but like in my mind, it's like you couldn't carry this album by yourself, Come. so you had to like bring in these like big names or whatever. Thanks. But if you're gonna do, oh, here's my thing: if you're gonna do features, <laughs> you don't you don't need to bring in Drake for a feature unless you're trying <laughs> to do it. Okay, listen. If I was an artist, yeah, even Khalees is saying shut the fuck up. But like, if I was doing features or whatever, I feel like if I'm like a bigger name artist, it's my kind of like my duty to like instead of like putting on big artists on my track, mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring up other like smaller artists. Mm, like, not, like, like you gonna do a Drake do and just like use them for their clout and then see, leave. That, that's what I'm saying. Like that goes back to like, this idea of like collaboration. Like I would never work with Drake personally because I know that like I would just get tossed aside after. But I like, kind of like how. I don't know that next was kind of popping before J. Cole. But, like, you know how J. Cole and Shea Butter Baby is, like, mm. he could have... She's on his label, though, so it's different. Yeah, no, no, that makes sense, but, uh, you know, that makes perfect sense. I couldn't think of, like, anything off the top of my head right now, yeah. but, like, you ever, like, Drake and Georgia Smith, right? Mm-hmm. How, like, Drake, he could have had, like, any... Who doesn't want to work with Drake, right? He could have had anyone, right? but he brought on Georgia Smith. She was up and coming at the time. Mm-hmm. And then look at her career now. I feel like if you're a bigger artist, it's kind of... I'm not gonna say it's your duty, but like I would like for you to like showcase like other people who were in your position not too long ago. That's I mean that's fair, but but same, that's in an ideal yeah. world. I can't tell any artist what to do. Yeah, I'm just saying if if it was me, I because my life goal in my to me success in life is like if I can make an impact on other lives, right? Yeah. So if I was a musician, I'd be one. I'd want to be one of those people where like no one can say anything bad about me, like Missy Elliott. 
almost every musician or whatever can be like, or I'm not gonna say every, a good amount of musicians are will be like, I met Missy, she was cool, she was, really, yeah. you know, whatever. So if I was an artist, I'd want to be someone that like puts people on. I might not be the most popping, but at least when they're blowing up and I pass away, they could be like, like Nipsey, a lot of most people. That met him, they had something positive to say. It could be they're just saying it for the hype, for the clout, for the clicks or whatever. Right. But, like, if I was an artist, I'd want to be someone that, like, puts people on. Like, in my personal life, I'm trying to put people on all the time. Like, if I know of an opportunity, I'm, like, trying to link people up or whatever. If they fuck up, whatever. What if their get... vision doesn't agree with your vision, though? What that's... do you mean? Like, what if what they're doing doesn't necessarily mesh with what you're trying to that's do? Why, that's why you choose someone that meshes. But what with if it just thing? does, like, you need, like, so let's say like, you're, you're Pharrell with uh-huh. Lemon. Like, Rihanna gonna make that bitch smack way harder than anyone uh-huh. else could ever do. Like, what if that's the specific voice, specific vibe that you're looking for for that moment? This goes back again to this idea that, like, there's no such thing as originality. Like, yeah. if you have a certain... Not saying... Rihanna was great on this track, but I'm not... There's probably... I don't know anyone off the top of my head, but I'm sure there's someone else that could have done just as great. No. Some people that could have probably even, even done better. No, not I true. don't know, but... I'm, we we stand Rihanna on this side. No, no, I definitely stand... Tsunami I, loves Rihanna. Quit playing. This is not shit, shit at Rihanna. She's Caribbean, <laughs> so by virtue alone, nah, she's my top. But I'm just saying, like, you ever listen to a song... And you're like, okay, this is great. But then, like, you hear someone else do it, and you're like, oh, shit, this is better. Th-. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure there's someone out there that could, like... Chris Brown this Christmas. I like his version better than Donny Hathaway's version. We're going to have to do a Chris Brown episode, because that's going to be an interesting episode. <laughs> uh, yo, I, I, I fuck with this Christmas. I have some fun. We're going to do a Chris Brown episode. Angel by Layla Hathaway instead of uh, Anita Baker. Or who, who was the original? You know what song I feel that way about? Um... Childish Gambino when he did sang I'm So Into You. Oh, the, instead of to me. No, to me it was still fire though. No, it was still fire, but like child, maybe maybe this is like I'm blinded by my standhood. Or you could say Rihanna, same old mistakes. I don't think I've heard that one. I'll have to go back and listen to that one. Yeah, she like basically just covers some. Oh, shameless plug. Uh, we ain't getting paid for this shit or whatever. Cause no, we ain't saying this shit we ain't getting paid no, for. No, but like the colors though, that's how I find a lot of like up and coming artists. Oh no, they do go crazy with putting people on. Colors and then BBC and Tiny Radio, Desk. Tiny Desk. Yeah. Love that shit. But anyway, we're, so moving on, whatever. Do you think, I mean, I know your answer, but like, do you think this album is, I can like hear it. My bad. Do you think this album, what effect do you think this had on the sound of hip hop? I feel like a um, lot of artists now, like the, the like musical of artists, a fair amount of them, when I watch interviews with them, almost all of them reference like either 808s or My Beautiful Doctor of Fantasy mm. as like, it's my opinion, this is like kind of unrelated, but like, Take Care is arguably Drake's best album. I don't think that would have existed without 808s. That's just my... I mean, 808s... First of all, 808s birthed everyone. Um, and 808s birthed anything that's not gangster rap. Yeah. Because but I think My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, again, goes back to how I was saying, like, Kanye was, like, blending all these different, like, yeah. t- kinds of things where, like, even if you're, like, sitting at home being like, oh, I'm not listening to that cool music or whatever, mm-hmm. you can listen to a song on... My beautiful Dr. Stefanski and be like, even if you don't like him, you can appreciate the art artistry. So so what I'll say, what, what I'm sorry, Dark Fantasy, what Dark yeah, Fantasy Dark opened Fantasy. up for 
and I was listening, so I was listening to the album, and I was thinking about this. There would be no I Future without Dark Fantasy. Mm-hmm. And I say that as you listen Elaborate to a, you listen to a song like Hell the Life is just like super like gritty like mm, mm, yeah mm, mm. like it's just like like real grungy and he's just like braggadocious yeah. but like also talking and shit. And the same time you look at the Blame Game where he's playing with the pitch of his voice and change like that. Like Tyler the Creator, that's his bread and butter. Yeah, super yeah. like Good harsh sounding. My favorite thing is when like new Tyler fans find old Tyler. Like bastard Tyler? Yeah, when he's talking about... Oh. Yeah, but anyway, continue. That just, it's always funny on Twitter when like... You're like, Flower Boy did this? Yeah, they're, they're trying I'm to cast Dracula, him. bitch. Yeah. Don't got a problem smacking a bitch like this shit. There was one line that's going to stick out in my head where he's talking Rape about Rape a pregnant how, bitch and tell my friends I had a threesome. That you got one. a fucking death wish. I'm a genie. It'll get done. That, you know that shit? That one... <laughs> Man, but anyway, continue. No, that, no, I fuck with Tyler. I've been fuck with Tyler for a minute. I got a golf, like, golf hat up there, you know. I no, I fuck with Tyler, but like this album opened the door for that like grunge rap hip hop. Like you know what I'm saying? Like super distorted music. There would be, this was the the intro to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like this is like what teased Jesus and him going super hardcore yeah. into that lane. But you got like hell of a life, blame game, shit like that. Like. Their songs are just like hit really, really hard in, a, in an aggressive way. And that is what all of like, not the internet, because they're a little bit different, yeah. but like I Future, the collective, yeah. like Earl, fucking TC, like yeah, I think like that. This album, because there's so many different types of rap on there right. or hip hop or whatever, I think it kind of opened the floodgates. Like before that, you had like eras. You had like the conscious rap that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Then you had like gangster rap. Now it's very then you plural. Had, yeah, and then like, now, you have, like, a bunch of different kinds of rap. You have the conscious rap. You have the lyrical rap. You have the trap. You have the mumble. And I, could, I might be biased, but, like, I think that, like, Kanye was a pioneer for showing that, like... There's different lanes. There's, like, so many different lanes. Instead of trying to fit what's going on here, you can be way more successful and he was, creating your own He lane. was also a big hand in making... I, part of that is, like, hip-hop is pop music now. It's popular yeah, music. Of like, course. Hip-hop, Kanye, is, hip-hop is a culture. Like... Kanye doing what he does and then also Kanye like birth. I think I would, I'm not going to take the credit away from Drake. Yeah. Drake definitely is one of the largest hands in making hip hop pop music. But like Kanye. Drake is a hit maker. Kanye, Kanye is an artist in my opinion. Kanye is an influencer. Fuck around. Yeah, but art is influencer. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I never make comparisons between Drake and Kanye because like I feel like Kanye, he's always trying to like evolve, push things. Drake, on the other hand, he finds something that's popping mm-hmm. or something that he knows can pop and he make, he elevates it. Yeah. Which is cool in its own right, depending on what you're into. So I'm not going to knock anybody for that, you know what I'm saying? Right. But, but yeah, so now we're going to go into like some of the basic stuff. What's your favorite song on the album? All right, so my first listen. So when uh-huh. I first heard it back in 2010, I had my cousin burn me a CD because he downloaded the bitch off of Are you burn me on the You, on the you know how like on two... On Twitter, everyone's like, "This is how old I am." You just age yourself. <laughs> um, I my first, my favorite, my favorite track when I first listened to it was "Power." Of course, like, I feel like that's on a first listen. That's most people's like. It was power was my number one. Uh huh. Lost in the world was my number two. I don't know why I love Lost in the world when I first listened to it. Lost it. Yeah, that's and a then funny like song. like Runaway was three. Yeah, so, so so Runaway is on mine because that that, so, that no, like no, that like one piano key. Yeah. I can't. Wait wait. This was my first listen though. This okay, is this okay. is when I 2010 when I first listened to it. 
when I listen to it again today, uh-huh. like in 2019, my favorite tracks, my favorite track on this album is All the Lights Interlude. Uh-huh. Not the real one. The Interlude is my favorite track Both on the album. Both of those are my favorite on my first listen. So All the Lights the, itself is too poppy. I, I don't uh-huh. really fuck with All the Lights that much, but the Interlude, I think, is amazing. At the time when this came out, I was like, I think I was like a junior in high school or whatever. Yeah. And I was in piano class. I went to write our own song. I took all of the you lines. You took the chords from that? And put my, because my teacher is one that was like, you want to listen to classical shit and yeah. all the new shit. So that, shit sounded, that, that shit sounded fire, didn't you? took it? that. This man was like, wow, you should become a, he's talking about going professional. I'm like, nah, because I'm like, as soon as he puts plagiarized this shit. <laughs> so I'm like, nah, I'm good. You know, this is just whatever. So so now when I was to all the lights, the interlude, uh-huh. Devil in a New Dress, that shit is like We're continuous heat. Ass beats. Like, like he, I appreciate that because everything was a bar. Mm-hmm. Like he never from the hook to the verse, he never stopped rapping. It was continuous all the time. Even the guitar solo is a Mike Dean bar. Like he was he was getting a verse and guitar solo. Like his shit was fire. Mm-hmm. And then Blame Game. That's an iconic song. Those those are my top three on it right now. Like Blame Game hit different. I know every word to the Chris Rock skit. Like that shit, that shit to. hits. Oh, oh my God. Baby, you done took this shit True. to the another oh, motherfucking level. Oh. Like this is yeah, this, those are my top three now. That's what I what I really appreciate. For me, my top three, in no particular order, Dublin a New Dress, because like Rick Ross. That vibe. Huh. He, he's a luxurious like if I to ever go a rapper. Yeah. I, w- I don't want to be in the Rick Ross. Looking lane, at like, my bitch, I bet she gave you a bone. Like <laughs> Rick Ross picks great beats. Yeah. It fit the song well. I thought it just I fucked with fuck with the heavy. Um, also the transition. I don't know if you ever noticed this, but like the transition between like Dove in a new dress and like, Runaway, mm-hmm. how like it goes down, you think it's done. I mean, all the transitions there are crazy. Yeah, but then like Runaway, you hear that, ping, you're like, oh, you know what's coming, yeah. right? So like Runaway, I also like because like he made that whole like film about it too, which I think was pretty cool. Um, that iconic like I don't know what chord or what what key that is, but like I feel like if you're in a club mm-hmm. and you just like play that one key with nothing else, I'm like oh shit, yeah exactly like people, you know what I'm saying? That's what he did at the shows. He just like yeah, hey, I record and he just thing and I was exactly. like ah! exactly. And then like Lost in the World, those are like my top three. Who survived in America? Um, but yeah, like, Runaway just feels like very epic. Like yeah. If, so I'm trying to do some film shit. Like, yeah, I mean, if I, I make a film. I'm gonna I'm gonna. I don't know how, but I'm gonna run away. I'm a. I'm a big fan, and I want this to come back. More. I'm a big fan of like extra length tracks. Like Runaway is nine minutes and seven seconds. Yeah. Like it's a long, like six. It's like a long ass track. Yeah, I appreciate songs that are that long. So like. Uh, what is this? Uh, Sweetest Taboo or No Ordinary Love. One of those Sade songs is like seven minutes naturally. Mm-hmm. Till the Cops Can Knock and by, by uh, Maxwell is like a seven minute song. You know my favorite I, extended track or whoever you call it? What's up? Joey Badass had a 12 minute song. I don't know what it's called. Was he rapping like, the whole time? Yeah. That's too Suspect much. niggas don't come outside. <laughs> you might get a wig pushed back tonight. That's Normally I'd be like, no, but like his flow and everything. I'm yeah. like... When it's over, mm-hmm. I repeat it. That's how good it is. So like putting a twelve minute song on a repeat. Yeah. You know so so I'll say this. All shout out to Smino. Fuck with the hometown kid. We love St. Louis guys. Uh-huh. Smino, I really fuck with you. Amphetamine is like it's a long track, but it's too how long, long to me. What's it like damn near fifteen like twelve and fifteen minutes long? So I feel like, but like but, but, but I'm saying long just to make it long, it's one thing, but if like 
I mean, the song's fire. Yeah. I'm not gonna say it's not fire, but like, why I like Runaway or like Till the Cops Come Knocking? Half of the song is like lyrics. Half of the song is just music. Mm-hmm. They have the break for the music. So like, you listen to Runaway, he's like like auto tuning the fuck out over that shit. Or like Devil New Dress, when it's just a whole verse of like guitar. I appreciate taking those instrumental breaks like they did back in the well, day. And I want to see more of that. Yeah, no, Joey Badass didn't do that, but in my opinion, it was because like, like that's like Dead that Presidents by by Lil Wayne when he when he like took his notebook and was uh-huh. rapping like everything and like wrapped the pages out. Yeah, no, was rapping the whole thing. Lil Wayne is the one artist where like everyone like hails him as like oh Tyus everybody stuff I've rapped, but like. No, I don't. I don't disagree with it, but I don't listen to him enough to have an opinion. Well, okay, that's. I mean, you're not American. It's okay. No, when I came to America, though, my, I would tell you, I was obsessed with like Millie, because when I came to America, Millie just came out, uh, and like one of his opening lines, "Tougher than Nigerian hair." I don't know why that shit. Was so <laughs> funny. Hard, that shit hit to you. I don't know why I'm that shit was serious compared to that. You know, he, I don't know why that shit was so funny to me, but then he came out with that lollipop. I was like, oh shit, or whatever. Like, that was Wayne's America, pop phase. For yeah, sure. he was like when he was doing a skater boy phase. Yeah. Or so maybe if I was like in America for like pre-skater boy a little way like I'm not saying it's better or whatever I'm just saying yeah. I don't listen to him enough and like I've never gone back and listened to him whereas like even though I wasn't in America for like Jay-Z's best stuff mm-hmm. I still go back and listen to Jay-Z he's on Apple Music now so bam, I mean, I'm about to go back and No music. Ceilings is the best mixtape of all time no that uh, is okay. a is that one the one where he has like oh nine No Ceilings motherfucker good morning dick in your mouth while you, I'm single my yeah, favorite single. Lil Wayne song he's it was like ice cream something something. Ice cream paint job. Yeah, where he's like, bitch, I go hard like the boy from 300. I was yeah. like, bars, bars, bars. <laughs> Are we talking about bars? That's a, that's a good, because I was actually, when I was listening to it. Yeah, no, I was going to say, what's your favorite line? Um, I can tell so, you so, Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Two things. Too many articles on your team. That's why you win slow. Oh, that shit is fire. Um, and how you say broken Spanish. Me no hablo do oh bars. <laughs> like, that one about how you say broken Spanish. Every payday, I say that shit. I'm like, I wake up, I look at my bank account. I'm like, I say broken Spanish. Me no hablo. Damn, I love that shit. But there's so many fire. All right, so so I'll, I'll, I got so I got two things to say. I think one, Kanye's best bars on the album. The song with Kanye's best bars is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Second song, he penitentiary chances, the devil dances, and eventually answers to the call of autumn. Like he's just like going hard, like yeah. for the whole track. I think that's his best song as far as like bars go. Yeah. And then people talk about Monster. People say like, oh, Monster's the hardest song in, on the album. In my opinion. Monster is Nikki's best verse, and I think Monster is in my top five rap songs. So, so, I'll, and I'm about to say some controversial shit because, like, I used to be of the when opinion. I, when I've you been saying controversial shit tonight, I've, I've, I'm, I'm used. I've been like, I used to feel this. I was like, oh, Nicki Minaj had the best verse on Monster. Nicki Minaj had the best. Like, people were like, oh, even Kanye was like, Nicki Minaj had the best verse on 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 the the best hip hop album of the decade. Uh-huh. Like, people was like, oh, go crazy. I think Kanye's verse was better than Nicki's. Really? I, I, I listen that shit recently I'm gonna I'm read y'all like I'm gonna say the last few bars of that shit cause this shit was crazy it's not about the lyrics it was about the delivery they no the, deliver the listen 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 now she claiming it oh wait um, have you ever had sex with a pharaoh wait, pause, I'll put the you? pussy in a sarcophagus wait, can I tell you a story about that <laughs> go ahead go ahead so like my freshman year I was listening to that song in the IC in the computer yeah I don't know I thought you know when it unplugged from the phone it automatically stops and it plays out loud 
that blind played aloud. This white lady looked next to me. She was like, I was like, listen. When I, so I was like, when I first heard it, it was fire. But I listened to it again. It was like, have you ever had sex with a pharaoh? I put the pussy in the sarcophagus. Now she claiming that a bruised her esophagus. <laughs> headed a class and she just won a swallowship, not a scholarship, but a swallowship. And then he's, I'm living in the future, so the present is my past. My presence is a present. Kiss my ass. That's that's just the last few lines of the, of the verse. No, it's good. He went hard, bro. No, like, he did. But Nikki's delivery, though, pull up in a monster. Just because her shit is extendo verse came from Sri Lanka. Yeah, I know the verse. Yeah, oh, man. Talk of color, Willy Wonka. But she really wasn't saying nothing, though. See, but I, when she I wasn't to saying color, nothing. When, I was when I'm listening to Monster, I'm not listening for, like, what I'm listening energy. When I listen to Monster, I get hyped. Monster and Power, when I listen to both of those songs, I get hyped. Like, Nikki's verse could High, be power like, type my square up playlist. Like, just Nikki's verse. Oh, so, like, after this is over, I want everyone to go listen to Kanye's verse on Monster. Just, like, pull up Genius and read along with it. Bro, you'll, you'll understand what I'm saying. We're like, yo, this shit is bro, fucking amazing. You know what makes Monster so great, though? Like How trash Jay-Z's verse was? No, Jay-Z's verse was pretty bad. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I was going to say, like, that whole album has, like, all these powerhouses. And, like, even the worst verse... It's pretty decent. Minus Jay-Z. Let's pretend Jay-Z now on there. Bro, Rick Ross had four lines and destroyed Jay-Z. I'm not going to lie, though. Bitch, I'm a monster. No good blood sucker. That motherfucker that look lie, who's in. Like, this might be like unpopular opinion, but I kind of fuck with the side scorch guys. It's like King Kong. I don't. Go- I fuck with that. I thought she was stupid just, as hell. I just got after that. It was kind of corny, but I kind of fuck with corny. Corny than a motherfucker. But, um, but yeah, so how does this rank in Kanye's discography for you? I said this in the, when this shit first started. This uh-huh. shit, my favorite Kanye album. You think it's then my is favorite? Is it his best or is it your favorite? I think this is. I think this is my favorite and his best. See, I think it's his best album creatively. If we're talking about influence, 808s uh-huh. has the most influence of any Kanye album. Yeah, yeah. But I think this is his, like all around. I think this is his best album. I think creatively, it's his best. But out, in my opinion. And this might be biased, but I think his best is Pablo, in my opinion. But my favorite yeah, is Ain't probably, nobody going to agree with you on that. You know, <laughs> you that's what I'm saying, on a favorite opinion. Yeah. Dude, no, like, I don't know, something about Pablo, but, like, my favorite Kanye is probably late registration. That's the one that had, we wasn't supposed to make it past 20. But that's damn near my least favorite Kanye album. Really? No, damn I fucked with that. I, my least favorite I will say Roses. Roses is amazing. So I love Roses. My least favorite is probably Graduation. Really? People, yeah. The Graduation is most people's favorite album. But See, also Addiction the, is a fire song the too. First two, What's your the first two albums, that was like, when he was mixing his like soulful stuff, mm. you know, so I like that. But graduation, it kind of strayed from that. I mean, the first three are a trilogy. Yeah, no, I know that's what I'm saying. But like the first two, I'm like I fuck with them heavy. Mm. Graduation is my least favorite. That's not saying it's good. It's just you, you don't like three. braggadocious Kanye. No, I love braggadocious Kanye, but like something about that just didn't feel stronger. Didn't hit for you, huh? Stronger didn't hit for you. No, stronger back then. I liked it. Now I can't listen to it. Right, really? Just because it's too, I don't know. It's not Kanye. Flashing lights? No, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's songs on there, but as a whole. I wonder, good life, can't tell me nothing. Here's another hit, Barry Bonds. No, look, let me. We let me go through too me. much bullshit. Just like Drunk and so, High Girls. So a, so, my big brother is so big brother. I love that song. So I have a playlist. I like my favorite Kanye songs. I'm going to go through them, right? We Don't Care from College Dropout. 
All falls on college dropout. Jesus walks college dropout. Slow jams, slow jams. Through the wire, family business, last call. All from the college last call for Dude, I love last call. He's just, just talking. Just My lying. favorite Connie line of all time. Well, where it's like. I'm con the Louis Vuitton Dom by my mama first. It's Louis Vuitton mom. <laughs> I love that shit. I love that shit. I love that shit. Kanye do be spitting. But um, yeah, late registration. I only have Bring Me Down, Hey Mama, and Diamonds from Sierra Leone. Mm. Graduation, I have Good Morning Champion, I Wonder, and Big Brother. You and then, addiction on your shit. We're playing. Yikes. I have from, and then I have from Ye, I have Yikes and All Mine. And Ghost and violent I kind of liked it people shit on it but I look fucking it good. was short but I enjoyed it too yeah I'd rather a short good album than like a lot Chris Brown 46 album 46 yeah. tracks I did not he had some heat on that shit though this is every conversation I did not listen to one song on the album cause it was just like To My Bed it's like track it's like 13 a, it's like a fire. lot you know like I'm waiting for someone to like tell me what songs to listen to To I'm My sure Bed is. is amazing but um let's see let's see um, but yeah, two more questions and we can wrap this shit, shit up. Also, so um, we were talking about like favorite Kanye lines. One of my favorite Kanye lines is on Dark Fantasy. What is it? And he said, the plan was to drink it till the pain's over. But what's worse, the, the pain, pain or the, the hangover. hangover? I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Or, or I was praying all day, pain be champagne. You want to know my favorite? Oh, Here's my favorite Kanye line. I just tweeted it. It's from Watch the Throne. Ready? Because I love a good braggadocious line. Oh my god! Like if this song was an Apple Music, I'd put. Is, is it Otis? It's from Otis. Of course, that's like the most <laughs> braggadocious. Take a guess. What line do you think it is? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. They ain't see me because I pulled up in my other bands. Last, Last week, week I was in, in my, my other other bands. <laughs> Otis has a song. It's like the most braggadocious song they ever. They said, suck my dick, but it's everybody. Like, they didn't recognize me because I was in my other bands. But then guess what? Last week, I pulled up in my other other bands. So if you're doing the math, that's three bands. What are we talking about? In two-week period. On Yeezus, I put my fist in it like a civil rights sign. Oh, man. Oh, 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 oh my uh, God. You know, Yeezus was... I love Yeezus, bro. I, I, Yeezus... Yeezus is probably my third favorite Kanye album I now. love Yeezus. I am a guy. If I, if I were to rank them, it'd be Guilt for trip. me. St. Pablo, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, and then um, Jesus. The best track on Pablo was St. Pablo, and it was an extra track. The best track was either Ultralight Beams. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh I tweaked. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, I take no. I'm sorry, people. We're going to edit this shit listen, now. Yo, listen. Ultralight Beam is the best song ever. Ooh, listen, how did I forget about that shit? Listen, I'm going to give you a homework. This is your homework oh for the week. Oh, my God. I next time, next time you get ahead, put on Ultralight Beam. Sync up that head? with like... With your, oh, you think like your head? <laughs> next time you get ahead, just put on... Be like, pause. Put on Ultralight Beam. Out of body experience. Bro, I tweaked. Ultralight Beam is the best song ever made. Yeah, no, dude. Like... When I first... Listen, I downloaded... Actually, I downloaded Tidal. Waves and then Wolves. I downloaded Tidal just to get this album. Yeah. And I couldn't get past track one for like 15, 20 minutes. I replayed Ultralight Beam over it's, and over again. It's, like, it's one of those songs you gotta replay because like... We don't want no devils in the house. Did you see the video? The video for that is funny, but like, I fuck with waves too with chance. I don't really fuck with chance as a whole. I don't too much fuck with chance either. But like, that was a good sign. That wolves. I don't really fuck with Mensa either, but like, that was pretty good. I thought the whole album was good. I really enjoyed it. But um, final question: 
even though we already know your answer, is this a classic? I'm not gonna answer that. Because we know what the fuck I think about this shit. That's a stupid ass fucking question. Nigga, this is the best hip hop album ever fucking made. Okay. I don't give a listen, I don't give a fuck. Anybody say no, 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 no. let me rent for a fucking okay, second. Go, go for it, go for it. Y'all motherfuckers putting Kendrick on this motherfucking pedestal thinking he got bars. This nigga ain't doing shit that ain't never been done before. Tupac will smoke Kendrick. Nas will smoke Kendrick. Let's get out of here. Drake, oh, dude, this nigga only making shirt. emotional ass pop motherfucking music. Wait, that nigga wait. not spitting bars. You, fuck your motherfucking shirt, El- nigga. El- I don't fuck with Nas either, nigga. Fuck all that shit, bro. Listen. I'm on my Vince Stable shit right now. I don't give a fuck what none of y'all say. Y'all niggas stupid as hell. My Beautiful Dark Sister Fantasy is the best hip-hop album ever fucking made. It will never not be the best hip-hop album ever fucking made unless Kanye drops some more fire shit. I don't give a fuck what anybody else say. 2010, the game motherfucking changed. This shit is crazy. He said, fuck your hip-hop, fuck your music, fuck what you want to do. I'm doing what I do and y'all going to follow me and motherfuckers follow. Here's my question, though. What makes a classic album? Do you think there's a, there's a time limit or is it just like you listen to it and you just know it's, it's going to be a classic? Like what makes a classic album? Does it need to be a certain time to pass before you can declare something a no. classic? I, classics, you know, immediately. It's like one of those love at first sight things. So like yeah. Miseducation and Lauren Hill, you listen to that one time, you're like, damn, this shit's amazing. Uh-huh. Like, uh, fucking, like I said, Dark Fantasy, you listen to it one time, you're like, oh, this, like, even people, like, I'll think, I'll say Take Care is a classic album. Is mm-hmm. it at once? Yeah, no, oh, that's a, yeah, to me, that's a classic album. Trilogy. Even even putting them together, I'm not even gonna say each individual mixtape, putting trilogy together. Like, damn, this shit is a, Channel Orange, this shit is a fucking classic. Yeah. Like, you know what's gonna stand the test of time. Good Kid, Mad City, to me, is Kendrick's best album. I think that's a classic album. Yeah. But I also like storytelling albums. Even still, though, you know off jump. It doesn't have to be a time limit. If it's a classic, you don't know it's a classic. When Adorn dropped, motherfucker said, oh, Adorn's going to get played at cookouts for the next 50 years. When Boot Up dropped, motherfucker said, damn, this shit going to get played at the cookouts you know, for the next 50 for years. For the longest time, I hated Boot Up. That's sometimes That shit is fire. But then I watched the music video, I'm like, damn. I'm that shit fucking I'm like, fire. I'm trying to do that shit with someone's daughter, and now I fuck with Boot Up. You going to listen to that shit for you the rest like, of your life. Have- like you hear the song, but then you see the music video and it changes your whole perspective. That's that was me no. and Boot Up. I used to hate Boot Up. Like every black person is like, this is our new anthem. Oh, I love Boot Up. I fuck with LMA. LMA, listen, I fuck you know with she's English too. Listen, LMA, Georgia is my British love, but I'll make time for you. You know she's British too, right? I know. I'm, I'll make time for her. Well, there you go. Well, I'll make time for her. That's but, it. But Georgia, you okay. you don't want any final words for the people. Georgia Smith, I'm going to go see you at your concert in Chicago coming up soon. I will try to find you. I will fight your boyfriend if I need to, but I don't want to because I want you to... Is he like a brolic ass nigga? No, he's not. Listen, Georgia Smith, I want you to think about this Marvin Gaye song. He named his album after it. It's called I Want You. (laughs) I want you the right way. And I want you Um, to want me too. While these kid going, well, <laughs> that, that's it for uh, the four for four podcast. Um, four for four for the the Wendy's four for four. Four for Um, yeah, that's it for this week's episode. We have um, to start out with a classic, my beautiful dark twist of fantasy, the yeah, best no, album ever made. Don't argue t- with me. I wish you could tell you what we're gonna do next. We haven't figured it out yet. Um, if you have some suggestions, what's your email? No, we 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 tweeting me underscore Gianni okay. Tsunami. I'm I always got fire on okay. Twitter. I'm saying hot wild shit. Follow him or you can tweet me at Mario Mason at beyondblackmedia.com. I'm gonna put it in the whatever. Did you log into your email already? No. You gotta log <laughs> No, I you, haven't. You gotta log in and change your password. But anyway, right. cool. Um let me make sure I finish this. Yeah, bro, we fuck with y'all for listening with us. Definitely subscribe, repost the shit, like it, do everything you gotta yeah, do. Follow us on Instagram. I don't know the handle yet, but it's probably